Welcome to Word of Mouth, a space where I like to explore what's at the heart of people. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. I can't see through the windows. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Word of Mouth, the podcast with me, Rio Merritt. Today, I have a special guest. Um, And she's really special to me because we have been friends for 20 years. Um, And yeah, I'm just really excited to have her on with me. I feel like we have come through a lot together. And so we have quite a lot of experience, life experience that we've shared together. And um, I really wanted to bring that to the podcast and share that with you guys too. And hopefully you'll be able to relate. So everybody welcome Nisha hi thank you for having me of course course. I'm so happy to have you on um tell us a little bit about you and your journey um so I'm Nisha I'm a bit of a fitness freak as you already know um I'm also PT in training and I'm all about trying to empower women through health and fitness and when I'm not doing that I work full-time I have a full-time nine-to-five and working as a consultant in the tech industry so that's basically me in a nutshell oh yeah Uh, do you feel like um do you feel like one's your passion you, you're passionate about both I don't know I really get that from you that you're really passionate about both like fitness and um your corporate job too um I think fitness is where my heart is to be yeah. honest yeah. I feel like <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> just the way it's turned my life around and I just want everyone else to experience what I've experienced so that is definitely where my passion lies that's amazing do you feel like that's gonna be your is the end goal to be doing your own thing um in fitness like for the rest of your life um I would love that but I've been having a bit of trouble like setting up you know I've told you so many times I've been trying to set up my fitness Instagram for ages now but yeah it's just the mental preparation I always feel like a bit of an imposter and I feel like oh will anyone really listen to me will my advice be of any value like even when people like DM me after they've seen my stories like when I post my workouts and stuff they were like oh I want you to train me I'm like really you want me to train you I always feel like a bit of an imposter so but yeah that's definitely something I'm working on and soon come I'll definitely I'm definitely doing that very soon just trying to find my feet on your case I have been on Nisha's case for years about this we've had so many conversations where I'm you know but I get it I get the whole like imposter syndrome thing and Mm. I get it I've been there so many times as well and yeah it's just one of those things isn't it that we all have to come through and step into our potential and who we are sometimes that's that's tough like yeah waking up to those things and figuring out who we are but I 100% support you and I thank you 100% believe in you and you're amazing stop doubting yourself because you I think just because the fitness industry is so saturated now there's so many people doing the same thing and I always feel like will I be able to bring something different to the table and that's the kind of doubt that's always in the back of my head whenever yeah whenever I think about starting an Instagram or doing this like doing this properly like really 
putting myself out there freaks me out like so much so much I'm so glad that you mentioned that though because I think we all have that like I as a writer I feel sometimes I feel like oh my gosh there's thousands Mm. thousands, like millions of books yeah you know thousands of authors why am I why am I writing like is there a point is anybody Mm. gonna read is anybody gonna get anything from this um and I think the point is something that I'm trying to learn and keep reminding myself is that there's always room at the table because yeah. nobody does you like you. Exactly. Nobody. Yeah. And um, I just keep trying to remind myself of that. And also because we're all going through a different journey, representation mm. oh, yeah. matters as well. So it's like, you know, you don't know who who's going to come across your content and what you do and feel mm. this pull and connection to it. So I think we've all been in that position and and we've all felt that before so I yeah relate to that 100 and i um, feel like sorry go on no go for it i just feel like even if i impact one person's life positively i think i would be so happy yeah. like even when i'm training my friends like for fun and they really enjoy my sessions and they want to keep coming back to me all those things they just fill me with so much life and i love it when people find the same joy that i find in fitness and I love that. That's what really lights me up, I think. Yeah. And I always say the same thing. I always say, like, for me, it's just about the one person. It's yeah. one person that might listen to a podcast or read my poetry or read my, my writing and, you know, feel related to or it has an impact and it uplifts somebody because I yeah. feel like that can have a domino effect. So I'm like, you know, if I if I think about the big picture and I think we're living in a society where it's all about numbers and mm. how many likes have you got, how many views yeah. have you got? And I kind of try not to think about that stuff because it can get really pressurizing. Yeah, sure. Like, do you find that? I just try and like just think, oh my gosh, no, I'm just doing this because I'm passionate about it and I'm passionate about um like connecting to people and you know trying to uplift people that I'm like I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna try my best not to think about numbers yeah because I did the whole like how many likes am I getting how many, mm. like who's watching my stuff like you know who's watching my stories and it just became too much Have yeah you ever felt like that like, yeah all the time <laughs> that's why yeah. I put, put it off so much but I really feel like I just need to go for it and not think about those things like you never know what could happen and you never know who's watching and who you're yeah. inspiring so I think always just go for it and read like you were made to write <laughs> you were made oh. for this like your poems Thank make you. me cry you make me feel all the emotions like this is what you're meant to do you inspire oh, people I'm so glad I'm so glad but I you also inspire me. <laughs> no it's a really important that you know that as well that you also inspire me in so many different ways and you always have because Nisha's always been like the very brainy one of us like, <laughs> she's very clever and intelligent and um you know she always had really good grades and you know <laughs> so you've inspired me on so many different levels because i i really felt honored to be a part of this transition in your life where you know you weren't always into fitness you weren't always passionate about (laughs) and we always used to have these conversations of like it you being in limbo type thing of Mm. like where what do what do i want to do i'm looking for something i'm looking for my passion and i'm looking for myself and it was so amazing when your 
talking to someone and you're especially when you love someone as much as like we love each other it's so amazing to be a part of something when your friend finds the thing that they absolutely love and completely shifts their thinking and that I think is what happened with you when you found fitness yeah yeah it's completely transformed my mindset like tenfold it's amazing like what it's done for me like I think I found fitness when I was at a really really low point in my life it was just after uni when I started getting up getting really into it and I just gained a lot of weight I'd been having really bad anxiety to the point where I had to leave exams because I was having panic attacks I was just so overwhelmed like I've never felt those feelings before I was just putting myself under so much unbelievable pressure like I just broke I just completely broke so I feel like fitness was an escape for me like it was the only time that I felt like you know I can kind of shut the world out and not worry about the million things going on in my head and it's just me it's just me focusing on myself and getting stronger and yeah just the way it makes me feel is just indescribable I just feel like after I've done a workout and after I push myself I really feel like I can take on the world (laughs) it's very dramatic but it's really how it makes me feel it doesn't sound dramatic at all it sounds like what I love about you when you talk about you talk about fitness the way I talk about books and the way I talk about writing and that's when you know that somebody's really it's bigger than just a routine it's bigger than just a lifestyle change it's bigger than that stuff it's more that it's about the way that it makes you feel and I love it because you always describe it as you just feel powerful yeah and you say this quite a lot about fitness and your journey with yeah. your body that you know like working out makes you feel powerful and for me whenever you say that I always interpret that as more than a physical thing yeah. I always interpret it as like a spiritual thing a sexual yeah. thing you know um, a physical as well as being a physical thing but a mental thing too mm. do you feel like do you feel like you stumbled into fitness or do you feel like you went into it thinking no I'm doing this for the long haul type thing never I when I started it was just more about oh I just want to lose a couple pounds <laughs> that's yeah. it really never really thought about it I hated going gym I would just go onto the treadmill and just run do a bit of abs and then I'll be done I would just hate it I'll just go on and off never was really that into it but then one day I just um found the world of weightlifting and it just completely changed my life so I found a bunch of YouTubers one specifically her name is Whitney Simmons and she would post like her full routines on her YouTube and now she has like a million subscribers a million followers um but I found her when she was just up and coming and she would post her full workout routines and I would just follow them to the T and I would take I would write them write all her exercises down and I'd take it to the gym and I would do her workout and I was like wow I really like this um and yeah that's how I kind of transformed my mind and body but I definitely didn't start off that way in the beginning it was purely just for aesthetics okay I want to look a certain way I just want abs or I want a big butt or whatever yeah and Yeah. yeah I think it made me very hyper aware of my body so when I started all I wanted was just to lose weight so I would just look <laughs> look at my stomach every day and see if it got a new flower or if I have abs yet or all those things and 
I would just be very critical of myself because just that's just the way I am I'm always so hard on myself and yeah. I just felt like I was putting in all this effort and I wasn't seeing the change like I wasn't looking like that girl on Instagram or whatever and yeah. I would just start feeling really really disheartened and at the time I was really like under eating as well I would eat things yeah. like oh you know chicken breasts and boiled vegetables and I was just hungry and tired all the time and any any time I would eat something that was quote-unquote unhealthy like I would feel so guilty and just didn't like mm. to go out for meals I didn't want to eat my mum's home cooked food because I was scared of all the oil and what she would put in there and then like one day I was just like you know what this isn't it like I can't live my yeah. life like this like I don't want to yeah. be constantly picking at my body like wanting to tr shrink myself and eating foods that I don't enjoy it just wasn't a way yeah. to live and I kind of just let myself have the freedom and just eating when I'm hungry and not ignoring my body when it wanted food eating good food in abundance and just focusing on gaining strength and for me this process is about taking the time to work on yourself and being able to do the things you weren't able to do like a month ago or a year ago and that's what really empowers me and that's what I try to focus on now obviously the aesthetics is really great of like I'm not gonna lie it's really nice to work towards the kind of physique you want but I try not to yes. let that be the main driver of why I do what I do it's just yeah. more so the enjoyment and the feeling of empowerment I get out of it that's most important to me and that's why I've been doing it for so long because I'm so addicted to that feeling and I just love how it's really enriched my life and not taken away from it because I think people can I think a lot of girls can put a lot of pressure on themselves to look a certain way and they get to this really low body fat and it can get really unhealthy like they'll lose their periods and you know be yeah. tired and hungry like all the time and yeah I just don't want to go back to that point in my life yeah. so I think that's so powerful like everything that you are explaining about these kind of you know waves of going into this lifestyle of get you feel like you got addicted to more than just the feeling at first is it addictive when you start to see those changes in your body and you feel like okay I think there's you know that is there a fine line of starting to feel like you're more worthy because your body is changing yeah I think in the beginning you do get addicted to that feeling of oh my god I'm seeing these results but it's hard because changes take time you really have to be patient that's why it's so important to focus on like the process and not how you look in the mirror or the scale because yeah. you know it's just it takes time you know what something I've recently learned is the most interesting thing about me isn't my body like I bring way more to the table than just how my body looks like so that's something I've been trying to teach myself <laughs> yeah. so yeah just I'm trying to unlearn that kind of mindset and just yeah I just don't I want to love my body through all stages and I want to love my body in the present moment I don't want to work towards this perfect physique and be like oh I'll only be happy then I want to love myself in yeah. this current state while I'm working towards maybe the physique I want or the strength I want to gain do you do you understand what I mean yeah totally yeah. and I think that is for me you are talking about 
that's body positivity yeah. to me. That is a movement in itself. Because I think why I really wanted to get you on as well is because I think people have, especially in the up and coming body positive movement where, you know, us plus size girls yeah. come, in, come into it. There is this whole kind of stigma around fitness. And, mm. you know, I'm just going to put it out there. There are a lot of people that don't agree yeah. um, with changing your body and, you know, doing all this exercise and going through all this, you know, like this lifestyle change, um, that that's not body positivity. Mm. But I think why what you're saying is so powerful and why your mindset to it is so powerful is because you're not actually talking about just a physical change you're talking about such a you know as an individual you're you're into a transition into a a higher state of being so for me that is body positivity it's exactly the same um and in my opinion because whenever I see you working out and you post your videos I'm like (laughs) yes and I can see that power all in your face and I can see the way that you feel on the inside I'm getting that through what I'm seeing on the outside and sometimes I think even in this like especially in this generation we are so obsessed with how people look we are so obsessed with how women should be and how they should act and what they should say and what they should not say um that we kind of forget that it's okay to be human and it's okay to feel confident and comfortable in our bodies in different ways for me um not even just for me but for for others for some it might be that they don't feel they have to change that they feel that they can eat when they want and um they don't want they don't particularly like exercise or like me they just physically can't do it to the degree that you can for example yeah um and I think okay great go you and then there are people like yourself who are like yeah I love working out because it just makes me feel better all around as a human being um and that is amazing too and I'm like yeah go like go for it I just love that and I think one of my questions for you was what is your definition of fitness my definition of fitness I think when when I'm living a sustainable and healthy life when I'm eating healthy foods that I enjoy that enrich my life when I'm doing exercise that I enjoy and also when I have a healthy mindset to be honest like mental well-being is also a very important part of being healthy I think I think you know it's not all about oh yeah I'm I have abs and I'm super lean but sometimes that's not healthy like it's it takes a lot of work to maintain that kind of physique so yeah and sometimes that can come with a very unhealthy mindset where you have really bad food guilt or you know you're tracking every calorie of what you're eating or you're just doing unhealthy amounts of exercise because you that there is a thing you can overtrain yourself and burn out completely so yeah yeah and I think on the other end of the spectrum um you know maybe there might be some people listening who don't agree with what I'm about to say but exactly what you're saying that you can you can overdo it in with exercise 
it's exactly the same as like you can over exactly. you can overthink about your body you can you know there are so many things that we can overly yeah. do and that then creates a really unhealthy pattern yeah. do you think that that's really prominent within um within the fitness industry of being kind of having do you see a lot of people that have this unhealthy mindset they don't quite grasp the whole three like the three part aspect of it you know body mind I think um and I think recently a lot more people are talking about intuitively eating. I think it's really changed over the past year or so. A lot more people are training just for their health purposes and not necessarily for aesthetics. I think the outlook on fitness has become a lot more balanced and more about health and for your mental health and eating good food, but not restricting yourself. So I feel really feel like it's changed a lot over the years and it's yeah. become a lot less about, you know, trying to have this bikini body and, you know, tracking every calorie. It's more, uh, yeah, it, it has changed. I think it's not as, it's not as restrictive as it used to be. I think, I think you, yeah. yeah and I yeah. think that's great. I also do think, lockdown also played a part in that because people became more aware of their mental health more aware of I guess the content they're they're pushing out and um the way the language that people are using yeah I think obviously a lot of people are probably struggling with their mental health during lockdown I think fitness has been an escape for a lot of people I think it's always even even if it doesn't have to be like weights or like training like training at the gym it can literally just be going out for a walk in nature and that does wonders just to like clear your mind and just to feel present oh my gosh 100% like I at the moment physically can only really go for yeah walks at the most I can do a brisk walk um and for me that's totally changed my mindset not necessarily in terms of like was I thinking about weight loss um because just for me personally whenever weight I've always had this really unhealthy thinking about Mm. weight and I'm still going through that journey I'm still kind of finding myself and everybody has those days where they're like they wake up and they feel on top of the world and you know everybody has those days where they wake up and they're like actually I'm I'm really (laughs) not feeling it today like (laughs) I'm really not feeling it but whenever I go out for Mm. a walk I feel better mentally I feel better physically and I think people kind of you know have maybe missed the mark in the past where everything is really interconnected and I've always been about that you know that that everything is interconnected our bodies our minds our spirits and um especially being when we're using our body and we're moving our body I really feel like that does wonders um, in so many aspects I think people forget that our bodies are meant to move like you're meant to like exercise you're not meant to just yeah. sit at a desk all day and then go home and watch Netflix yeah. you are meant to move <laughs> obviously yeah. just yeah um like not doing not moving much if you're just sitting at home that can also have health implications as well so exercising has so yeah. many good benefits for your body more than just trying to look a certain way yeah definitely do you think of question I've been dying to ask you is do there's this whole conversation that goes on within the body positivity movement 
that is about um we talk a lot about triggers in in especially in a mental health aspect yeah. as well what do you think about um people that have the opinion that um you know if you're on a weight loss journey or a fitness journey that you shouldn't be sharing pictures of your body because it's triggering to other people I don't know it's hard because I've never personally had an eating disorder myself so I wouldn't understand what a trigger would be per se I don't know that's a very difficult question to answer just because I don't do you know what I've been thinking yeah no exactly <laughs> and that do you know what it's, it's such a valid answer because we don't know what you're yeah. doing to other people I was only just um looking up about I was looking at a post reading a post about books and you know some books have trigger warnings mm. before they begin and if we're reviewing a book because you know I loved I'm getting back into reviewing books I'm reading loads at the moment and you know if you're posting up a review should you should you type the yeah. trigger warning um and for me I'm like I can't tell what's triggering to somebody I might post there's there's so much that affects people as individual as an individual you know I might talk about um loss mm. or my own body and my own experiences and that might really yeah. trigger somebody else who may be going through what, what I'm going through or, or has gone through what I've been through um and so for me I just think we we really need to I think as a society and we're probably getting a little bit better at it but we need to get loads yeah. better at it um is to stop shaming people for their yeah. journey and stop um harassing yeah. people to make lives more comfortable yeah. for us um because I, I feel like that that limits people and their happiness and what they choose to share and um what they choose to celebrate yeah I think even with Adele because recently she had this crazy like weight loss and people were yeah coming for her as well just because because I think the whole body positivity thing it just says people were saying oh she wanted to change herself she didn't really love herself so she lost all that weight and calling it unhealthy and all those things yeah I I, when I saw the pictures of her come out I was like I I didn't know what to think at first because there were so many people I was reading a lot of different posts and I think this is a really good point as well if you're listening to remember that when you're not sure about something stay on social media when you're not sure about how you feel about something don't go on social media and start reading about what other people think because it does sway the way you feel and it has the potential to really corrupt your thinking process um and I remember seeing Adele and seeing her having lost all that weight and thinking I'm just going to come off the internet for a sec because there were so many people who were like, yeah, she looks amazing. And then other people were like, no, why does she feel she has yeah. to feel that way? And when I came away, I just thought in my mind, there were so many people with so many different opinions. We have no idea exactly. what that person is going through. We are not connected to yeah. that human being in a personal way. Um, and that's what she is. Yeah. She's a human being because that's what we all are at the end of the day. We have no right to be commenting on anybody else's yeah. body um and for me it was just like I'm one of those people that don't like to comment if somebody's lost weight or put on weight I, I just think yeah. you shouldn't comment 
um, because you don't know what that mm. person's going through. I I might be encouraging somebody exactly. to sort of by yeah. saying, you know, oh, you look yeah. fantastic. You've lost, yeah. you know. Um, and I say that because I, I've been in situations myself where family might say, oh, my gosh, you look like you've lost weight. And it was an unhealthy mm. pattern because if I put on weight, it was like my whole world was crumbling down because nobody ever told me that I mm. looked okay if I put on weight nobody ever said oh you look amazing Mm. if you put on weight and if we're honest Mm. we don't we don't congratulate people for putting on weight um and we don't kind of we glorify weight loss but we don't you know we don't talk about weight gain so I just like I've just come to this conclusion I don't think we should comment um unless somebody is really making like they they make they've told you and they've made it very clear that they're comfortable yeah, yeah. you know the view is why do you think people feel you know more pressured nowadays to live up to a body aesthetic and do you think there is um a generalized i think social media <laughs> i think that's the yeah, main cause same. i mean you just find yourself scrolling through instagram and seeing all these pretty girls with like the perfect bodies was like super slim waist big bum all of that and you can pay yourself I think people are always trying to chase this perfect body like they even go to some extremes like having life threatening like surgery for example getting lip fillers all these yeah. things so yeah I think it's really just social media to be honest. yeah I think so too I think there is there's so many plus sides to social media, especially during yeah. the pandemic. Um, I've been able to connect with so many people and so many new people, um, especially about things that I'm really yeah. passionate about. But there is this really dark side yeah. to it all as well. And especially when it comes to body positivity, I do think that there is a pretty mm. dark side to it as well. I think we have to be careful that we don't fall into kind of trap yeah. again because even even if I see somebody that looks like me as a human being yeah. we're still comparing because we're still like oh okay I can see she does mm. have the same body shape but you know it's <laughs> normal because hers look normal like you know there is that still that comparison mm. um and it's funny because when me and Nisha were like young and we were like teenagers um it was always me biggest <laughs> boobs like, in the group and we'd always talk about the fact that my boobs were bigger than everybody else's and it's it's was still that true. something, like, was that, something that made you insecure at the but, time really i always thought it was so yeah, great exactly. that you had big boobs because at the time i barely but how, had any but how, yeah, but, yeah but we never we never yeah. see ourselves like that yeah. that's the point isn't it like we yeah. never see ourselves that way and I think as well because when we were younger and I think a lot of people are like this as well but the more we're talking about mental health the easier it is but I also think it's to do a little bit with culture and culturally the yeah way we're brought up as well we would joke about the things that we knew would make were you know made mm. each other insecure so, you know, there might be jokes thrown about about yeah. skin tone or jokes thrown about, you know, about, like mm. I said, about boobs or jokes thrown about, yeah. about weight and, you know, having <laughs> a chin because, you know, like, yeah. things like that, you know, there were these jokes. 
And I remember one specific day in our friendship group, um, there was a comment thrown about about skin tone. There was a mm. there was a joke thrown about about skin color. And oh, considering we, God, we're, we were all like, I know sort of Asian, about. you know, like we're all Asian. Oh my God! Yeah, go on. Yeah. So um, yeah, we were like yeah. So we we were mm. all part of this friendship group, and it wasn't even a case of like we took offense to like we were gonna to anybody any of us were gonna take offense because we were um different races or anything like that because we're all we're all kind of you know we're all asian and we all kind of got the gist Mm. and we all related that way but there was just this one day where this with this joke i'm using quotation marks because i'm telling you guys it's not funny um and this is the next point i'm going to go on to where this joke was made about i hope you're comfortable with me um yeah go for it sharing this um this joke was made about nisha's skin tone and about her being darker than the rest of us and I just, I always remember it because it was really poignant yeah. in our friendship. Like, it was a moment where I thought, okay, we're growing up now, like, because we're, we're beginning to to um, become more self-aware. And this comment was made, and I remember Nisha just, we were out. Um, we were out <laughs> at Westfield or something. And I remember Nisha just stopping and just turning to us and um, turning to the person who said it and said, you know, that's yeah. not funny anymore like that's really not funny it's not a joke and I remember thinking in my mind like whenever those jokes were made I would cringe because whenever the jokes were said about me yeah I would cringe at the joke yeah said about me so I I really kind of gritted my teeth because I thought wow like that's come out so blasé um just because sometimes we find it difficult to talk about the things that um actually we feel yeah. insecure about and therefore affects our mental health and therefore affects the boundaries that we put in place do you think oh my true? god just thinking back <laughs> it always makes me want to cry because it just reminds me of how insecure like my skin tone made me because obviously in the asian culture like the more fairer you are, the prettier you are. So just to yeah. hear those kind of comments from someone I considered my friend, like, <laughs> it really upset me. And it's just something I've dealt yeah. with, like, my whole life. Um, I remember one day, like, one of my aunties came up to me, like, and she was like, oh, you're not as pretty as your mum. But, you know, you're, you're okay. But you're okay because my mom's my mom's very yeah. fair like you met my mom she's super fair and I'm a lot darker yeah. than her so people would always compare me to my mom and yeah just make comments about you know I'm not as pretty as her because I'm not as fair so those comments would always get to me even at school I've got calling like names like Blick and all these horrible horrible names that makes me so yeah, yeah so upset. That was definitely something I've struggled with, like, growing up. But now, like, I embrace it. Like, I love the skin I'm in. Yeah, all about that melanin. It's 100%, right? It's so um, amazing to go through. I've already, like... (laughs) 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 Uh, But it's so amazing to, um, 
to be a part of each other's journey and see you know when you look back and you Mm. dig a little bit deeper and you start to realize that actually we were all probably in the exact same position in feeling uncomfortable trying to figure out who we were and the thing was at the time it was always going to hurt because the person who made the comment, I'm only saying this to give context, but the person who made the comment was actually yeah, better than yeah. the, the three of us combined. Um, and so I think that really put into perspective for me of, okay, wow, this is this is a real yeah. issue. And I knew it was an issue because, of course, my mum's side of the family yeah. is Asian. Um, and I know that things like colour mm-hmm. and, and weight and um all these things they're they're a really big deal in the Asian community um and so to hear that you had to uh experience those things and I'm gonna be honest you I never um I don't think I ever really realized how bad it was because when I would look at Nisha I would literally just see I was literally so fascinated with Nisha and her mom and like their curly hair and like just how pretty they were and I would always say it and I would always say it to my mom like oh my gosh she's so beautiful because that's how I felt and because that's how I saw you I just couldn't accept in that moment I think in that moment when that comment was made I couldn't accept that this was like we were t- making these jokes like you know to towards each other yeah. because that's not really genuine yeah. how we felt yeah. about each other you know so I think then as well it's important that we as people grow and we embrace yeah. that growth and there are going to be times and I'm sure Nisha will agree with this as well where you cannot grow with somebody together you can't yeah. grow together um, because they resist yeah. that growth um, and they want to remain at, at yeah. the stage that they're at and that's really hard as well to walk away yeah. from those situations but it's always the right yeah. thing to do if somebody says I'm not willing to grow up I'm not willing to be open to to hear your your opinion and to um yeah to evolve yeah really because me and Nisha no. have always been on the same page yeah. it's important to know that too like many so many ups and downs and and periods over 20 years where mm. we haven't spoke or we've had a miscommunication yeah. or you know we've we feel like we've lost each other but no matter what happens we always find our way back to each other and we've always sat down as two sisters and said Do you know what even in those differences this is where we can learn something and we've always laid our cards on the table and we've always said wow you know what I didn't see how much power was in that and I didn't see how much power was in that and especially when it comes to like the subject of body and color and and you know all of those things I have loved I've always been afraid of being friends with somebody who is probably in gonna be in the fitness world because I've always been like wow is that gonna make me feel insecure like is that gonna make me feel like is Nisha gonna just totally change and then we're gonna have nothing in common um but I think what is so powerful is that it was never 
to me anyway you never came across to me you never came with the energy of my no no I think health looks different on everyone I think that's important no and I think that needs to be represented a lot more in the in the fitness industry because you know just having a certain like just being lean and having abs that shouldn't be the only physique that's like shown as healthy like the, do, loads of different body types can be healthy and that should be represented a lot more yeah 100 percent. and that was that was really one of my other questions is do you believe that the way we look on the outside reflects how healthy we are perceived to be yeah. on the inside um and i do think that is something that does need to change you know yeah. across the spectrum um because we see health yeah. as an aesthetic like you know it's very sort of one yeah. size fits all with health and if you look like that you're most yeah. definitely healthy um and if you look like the opposite to that then you know yeah. you, you're definitely not and I'm working really hard to you know break those cycles and break those stereotypes and um really embody a new healthy and what that really means and dig deeper into what health is and like you were saying it, it is so much in the mind as yeah well. absolutely so much in the mind as well yeah Rhea, so, i just want to make um, a comment that you have been a big part of like my self-love journey like like just growing oh, up you me. were the one who taught me to like embrace my curls and my skin color and you have no idea the impact that you've made on me like in terms of me loving myself like you've made such a huge impact and everyone <laughs> needs to have a friend like that in their life <laughs> like just someone who just speaks life into you and you were that person for me just like growing up (laughs) (laughs) really like you remember do you remember how frizzy and horrible I didn't even know how to take care of my hair you have to show me like what products I had to use and how to like make my hair look nice (laughs) I do I I used to stop for Nisha in primary school I think we were like year four and <laughs> on Nisha's door, and her mum used to be literally Nisha used to be literally <laughs> crying, looking like she just wanted to like run. And Nisha's yeah. brushing, she didn't know how to do my hair. hair. Nisha's hair used to be. Oh my god! <laughs> I thank you for that so much because oh you really god. just embrace. Let me embrace my curls, and I love that. I, that's like one of the most favorite parts of myself now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Your curls are so beautiful. Your hair is so beautiful. <laughs> I am now snorting. <laughs> it's true, Re. I promise it's true. Like I'm, I really mean it. You made a huge difference to my life. Don't know where. <laughs> you've made a huge difference to mine. I hope you know that. That you know, you taught me so much about friendship and love, and you are my longest friend. <sighs> The longest friend I've had, the longest friendship, and, and it's beautiful. Been like so we've literally today. been through every milestone so together. <laughs> we have. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But like I said, 
it used to hurt me when you were like, oh, you're, you know, or when I feel like, <laughs> are you brushing your hair? Why yeah. Are you brushing uh, it? Yeah. Loose on yeah. Like, what's wrong? Yeah. It was, it was, those times <laughs> are some of the best times of my life because um, I, I felt like I could relate mm. to somebody and, um, you were Asian and you my hair at the time. Hair like me and yeah. I was yeah and it was mad it, it was a crazy time but those are some of the best I don't know don't why. like when you were talking about it before <laughs> I, I could feel myself way. getting emotional I was like oh my god <laughs> <sighs> yeah these those were some of the the best times of my life some of the best moments and um I think it's emotional because you, and until you have conversations like these, you don't know how yeah. much those moments ground you and the foundation that, that they build for yeah. your future and for the now. And we don't know what we're yeah. taking with us into the future. And so for you to wrap your arms around me when I was sad and in a yeah. really toxic relationship, or for me to tell you what yeah. products to use on your hair, those moments start to shape yeah. who we are as people and um I don't know it just hit me, <laughs> that hit me real hard that hit me real hard <laughs> yeah um and I think it's it's really beautiful to to be able to have those relationships to say you know what friendship and no. sisterhood isn't always easy and um but I think what it's taught me is it's taught me so much about my body and it's taught me mm. so much about self-love and you know, you're saying that I taught you so much, yeah. but I think we just taught each other. Yeah. We just learned off each other. You know, we just because we didn't have yeah. we didn't have anybody else when you're that age. I definitely didn't yeah. because I'm an only child and I had no siblings. So those things we went from not caring about things, mm. like, you know, our bodies, Literally. the way we looked, um, skin color, boys, things like that. We went from having no clue <laughs> and watching Spy Kids two with three D glasses. <laughs> to <laughs> to literally yeah. um, flourishing into women yeah. and what that means and growing into our bodies and really growing into our hearts so I think it's really special yeah. to have that with any person um and I'm really lucky to have to have shared those Aww. seasons up or down um, with somebody <laughs> I told you, we crying. Oh. <laughs> um, yes, but, uh, <laughs> moving on this, from this moment here. Um, so, do you think that the changes to your mm. physicality regarding the kind of work you've put into your body, do you think that's changed your view on um, overall? Yeah. I think now I see myself as a more resilient person just because I feel like, like I said before, fitness has always been an escape for me and it's really helped me through a lot of tough times in my life. And yeah, yeah I just see myself as a more resilient person, someone who's mentally stronger, physically stronger and yeah, I feel like it's really changed the way I think about myself. 
compliment. I'm a bad bitch. Yes. Yeah, and obviously it's done wonders for my confidence. I'm not gonna lie. The body, the way my body's changed and transformed has <laughs> done one like it's made me yeah. so much more confident in myself just through just just from the way I feel like gaining strength and getting stronger. I just feel so much so much more powerful in my own body and so empowered and I remember before I would be so scared to like pick up a weight or like think about like or worry about or who's looking at me and now I just happily take space up in the gym and now you see me like hip thrusting 150 yes. kg in the corner not giving up like not giving an f like it's completely <laughs> changed my mindset like completely I just love that. I just really love that. You talk a lot about, um, you know, fitness being kind of a saviour for you, a crutch for you during the moments where your mental health, where you're struggling with your mental health the most. And being your friend for as long as we've been friends, mental health wasn't something, Mm -hmm. again, I think this is a cultural thing because it was something common, like I was saying earlier, amongst our friends and maybe there were certain things that would pop up but we yeah. would laugh them off and we would joke them off and we would make you know sometimes yeah. really like yeah. abrasive jokes um and I think I was the most sensitive one because I was really in terms of the jokes because I was really aware that I had mm. like you know mental health struggles um so if a joke was made about me yeah. I would sometimes get really moody about it because I was not mm. not afraid, but I was more aware of my emotions at the time. But something that obviously you mentioned is that you hadn't suffered yeah. with, you know, feelings that you had during um, the yeah. time that you suffered mentally before. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I had never really, we'd never had a conversation like that before, but I remember us talking yeah. when it did get to that point, you know, and... Um, what do you think was the most detrimental like for your mental health at that I think I had suffered with anxiety and just I don't want to say depression but just like really really low moods and just low points in my life and it was kind of like on and off and yeah on and off for the past maybe like since like 2017 up until 2019 and through that period I was in a very emotionally abusive relationship as well so that definitely contributed and at that time I was just I don't know I just felt like I just lost my purpose and I felt like I was just going through the motions in life and I just felt so restless all the time and I would be like is this it (laughs) is this like I just felt yeah. yeah, I just felt like almost just worthless. And I felt like all those feelings kind of really built up inside me. And then last year, that kind of exploded. Because yeah. <laughs> of lockdown, just because yeah. being away from the gym and not having work and just having all those normal distractions in my life that would kind of, you know, make me just forget about it. Because I would always like... <laughs> put things to the back of my mind I was like yeah it's just a phase it's fine don't you don't need to deal with it it's fine just do what you normally do and I never really dealt with the depth of my emotions I guess and yeah last year I think I just literally just had a bit of a mental breakdown I was feeling anxious all the time I would wake up and not 
not want to get out of bed <laughs> I would just be like what is the point of life <laughs> I felt absolutely worthless I felt yeah like there were so many times where I'd call up my friend like she's just in fits of tears and I just didn't know what I was meant to do anymore I just felt like I'd lost my worth I didn't <laughs> just felt like I shouldn't exist to be honest that's how I felt yeah <laughs> that makes me emotional because I love you so much and because I also know yeah. how that feels um and it's it's horrible you know it's really it's really tough to go through those moments especially when yeah. you feel like you're alone but did you could you reach out do you think to your family for support where did like where did you go from there apart from obviously the it really took me stuff? a long time to reach out to my family for support I mean I did tell them like it's like mom and dad I don't feel good like something's not right with me like I'm feeling anxious all the time and mom would be like just get on with it like you're being silly this is fine like I've dealt with a lot worse things like when I was your age you're fine <laughs> so I always hesitated to kind of open yeah. up to them in terms of my mental health and things but I think living together in lockdown where we were around each other all the time they could see it for their they could see it with their own eyes like how I was literally deteriorating and how sometimes in the morning I would wake up yeah. and I would just be in such a mood I'd be so angry and so snappy towards everyone and they'd be like what's wrong with you and I was like I don't know like I just <laughs> there's just so many going through so many emotions and I finally told them that I was going through therapy and surprisingly they were kind of very supportive of it they didn't they still don't really get it but they were they are more understanding than they were before so yeah I think yeah I think I've just opened up way more conversation about it and they're kind of coming to terms with it I think yeah yeah and if there is anybody listening um who is you know feeling like they can't reach out because they, they kind of they're in a situation where the people you live with or your friendship groups or just the people you're around you feel like you can't reach out for whatever reason it might be just because you think yeah. that you're not going to be understood or you know you haven't been brought up where that's really a thing or you're constantly getting the comparison like Nisha's talking about um yeah it's just reach out reach out to anybody somebody it doesn't even have to be somebody you know um and you know you can also go to your gp um and there are so many organizations to help with that as well if you if you are feeling like you need to reach out and you need to get help because nobody should have to suffer yeah absolutely and i always felt like i was scared not it's not that i didn't want to open up to my friends i just felt like I would just be a burden to them <laughs> and that's why I always kind of hesitated like yeah, reaching out yeah. but honestly I'm so lucky to have the most supportive friends <laughs> ever and they're literally the reason that yeah yeah they're literally the reason why why I feel so strong today they literally they're my friends really speak life into me and they know who they are and you're obviously one of them and yeah the support yeah. was crazy yeah. I loved I love them all <laughs> cool. oh, well anybody you love I love you know that? yeah anybody <laughs> Nisha. shout out to all the people who love and support Nisha yeah 
Um, do you think it's a stigma? There, there is a stigma. Oh yeah, for sure. I think <laughs> people just view you as crazy whenever. I mean, even when I first told my parents that I'm going through, I'm I'm seeing a therapist. They're like, "Oh, people are gonna think you're crazy." They're always like, like scared about what other people will think. That's that's always the case in the Asian community. Yeah. They're always wondering about, "Oh, what would that yeah. person think if yeah. you did this or whatever?" So yeah, they were like, "Oh, but yeah. you're not crazy. Why are you doing therapy?" <laughs> but I feel like everyone should do therapy. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's so Me beneficial. Too. Me it really too. just opens up yeah, a lot of things that you didn't know about yourself too. and a lot of traumas that you hadn't dealt with. Yes, definitely. I am. Are you? Um, okay. I am. Okay. I am. That's not something I've shared with anyone. Okay. Anyway, if you're listening and you've got this. How's that part, going? There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? It's amazing, but it's also not easy. It's not the easiest of things to do, but it's yeah. also very liberating yeah. and enlightening. You know, like you're saying, you, you. I think naturally we're carrying more than yeah. we, we're always carrying more than we think we're carrying. Yeah, and not all of that shit is ours. So, um, you know, there's lots of stuff that we need to to unpack and and yeah. get rid of. So I'm learning. I'm learning and I'm also I've also as Nisha knows been somebody who yeah giving advice and really good at at looking after others um, (laughs) but not always the greatest yes I've always (laughs) even before Aurora um but Mm -hmm. I've never really been great at not so much taking my own advice but more implementing yeah some of the things that I know I need to implement you know so Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a journey, isn't it? It's definitely a journey. But um, yeah. my last and final question for you is, if you could go back and tell your 15-year-old self, <laughs> what oh, would it be? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, literally. Uh, I could write a whole one? novel. <laughs> Honestly, it would just be... Yeah. There is... Don't listen to all those people like calling you names. You are beautiful just the way you are. And, you know, one day you find yourself. So just keep pushing forward. Just keep going through all those trials and you will you will get there. You're so resilient and you're so strong. And, yeah, you're beautiful. That's why I would tell her. <laughs> you are. Love you. I love you. Really love you. Love you so much. Um, thank you so much for listening with us. Uh, today, this evening, whenever you're listening to this, we are recording this. Yeah. Um, it it is for us this evening. Um, and I have had some, yeah, literally <laughs> like a whole therapy session on the podcast. Um, it was just amazing. This episode is is one of my favorites as well because it's really touched on some really important things that maybe we don't speak about and we don't talk about enough and um many things that me and Nisha have touched on we could have probably done a whole separate podcast for each one um but honestly thank you so so Mm -hmm. much Tanisha for coming on it's her first podcast and I just think she's done amazing. I'm so I'm so happy that you came Thank you on. Thank you for having so me. Yes, I'm so grateful. 
um of course of course you're always going to be on here um please 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 i'm going to leave nisha's handles um in the description yeah. go follow nisha on her fitness journey yes, please. keep telling her to post more <laughs> videos keep telling her to post more content um and please i will nisha, please I promise please follow this is my testament and um because you're amazing you're, you. you are amazing because your mindset is amazing on it and i think you know you've been through so much um and your journey is really Thank really you. epically inspiring so yeah i'm really proud oh, of you stop it <laughs> love you be your friend <laughs> i really love you oh love you lots okay so <laughs> all the love all the love has died down guys thanks for letting us have our moment uh thank you very much for listening peace love and light to you guys and i will catch Bye. you in next week's episode